Before we dive into this podcast, I want to take a moment to guide you through some breath work. Now, the reason I want to start with this is that breath work has a powerful ability to allow us to have clarity of thought and to allow our nervous systems to go into a state of relaxation, which will allow us to focus better on what we're taking in from our environment. So start with me here. I want you to take a deep breath through your nose and then another deep breath through your nose while holding that. And then slowly exhale through your mouth. Let's do that again. So two deep inhales through your nose. Slow exhale through your mouth. One last time, two, two deep inhales through your nose. One slow exhale through your mouth. Thank you for joining this in breathwork practice, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Rewiring Health. This podcast is for those of you who have an eating disorder, chronic pain, or both. In this channel, we'll dive deep into inspirational stories of those who have healed from both and also get into the mind-body connection and how we can heal the mind through the body and also heal the body through the mind. Come and join me on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Rewiring Health. I'm so excited to bring this podcast to you. This podcast is centered around those who have overcome eating disorder struggles in their life and now view those struggles as a source of strength. This is a platform for showcasing how persisting in the face of adversity leads to a beautiful new story. And I want to start this podcast out with with telling you my story and uh, why I'm so inspired to uh, help others who have gone through similar struggles that I have gone through. So I um, had an eating disorder for several years in my 20s, and it started out with what I thought was just me being athletic. I was always an athlete and pushed myself uh, to the limit all the time to always become a better version of myself in my uh, sport, which was field hockey. And um, at the time I had gone through a lot of transitions. I had started a new school, uh, you know, went to a new college and um, had just had a difficult time transitioning into that environment. Um, there were a lot of changes, other changes going on in my life at the time. And it just kind of compounded into a perfect storm that, uh, caused me to have some uh, anxiety, some depression, and I eventually used my eating disorder as a way to cope with that. And so, like I said, it started out that I was just exercising excessively. And, um, you know, I would wake up in the morning, eat my breakfast and go for a run. Then, you know, again, eat my lunch, go for a run eat my dinner, go for a run. I would work out in the gym throughout the day. And it gradually became more and more um, excessive as time went on. And throughout that time too, I experienced a lot of binging episodes where I would just binge excessively, eat 
all kinds of food, uh, especially sweets. That was definitely my uh, vice at the time. And it wouldn't be uncommon for me to just eat an entire bag of M&Ms or, or chocolate chips or ice cream or um, a whole box of cereal that, that wasn't uncommon. And, you know, at the time I was obsessing over the calories. So I knew exactly how many calories I was putting in my mouth. And then I would go for a run and burn more than what I just took in at that time. And, um, I was perseverating on how many calories I took in every single day. I could tell you exactly how many calories were in everything that I took in without even looking. Um, that's how much my mind concentrated on that at the time. And this went on for several years and eventually became more and more out of control where more time was spent binging, more time was spent purging through exercise. And it got to the point where I couldn't purge just with exercise alone. And I started vomiting at that time. So um, that was, that took me a few years to get to that point. But once I started doing that, it was almost like an, a quicker release of that, those calories I had taken in. So now I was exercising excessively and also binging, uh, purging through vomiting. And it became just a perfect storm of uh, the eating disorder that I experienced at the time. And for anyone who's experienced an eating disorder, you know how all consuming it is. It consumes your mind, your body, your thoughts, your emotions. Every single thing that you do throughout the day is centered around that eating disorder. And that's how it was for me. I sacrificed social events. I sacrificed family time. I sacrificed um, even the sport that I love so much. I that was one of my biggest goals going to college was to be a starter on the varsity, or, you know, a starter on the collegiate team. And I became that my freshman year. I started my freshman year and you know played every minute of every, of every game, which was my dream and my goal. And because of my eating disorder, I had to give that up because my eating disorder at the time was more meaningful to me than anything. So what I had strived for and desired so much prior to be a starter on the collegiate team now took a very uh, severe backseat to what uh, took over my life, which was my eating disorder. And so, like I said, that went on for years. I would say I had um, been consumed by my eating disorder for at least six to seven years. And um, as I, I got worse and worse and became more and more consumed, I can remember a pivotal point in that in which I had eaten uh, at least like two full bags of chocolate chips. Um, another thing I was eating excessively was Cool Whip at the time. That was just something I did. Um, and probably much more, but, um, I had eaten all that and then had vomited several times to expel those calories. And I remember just shaking, shaking over the toilet and then coming back to my room and just sitting on the floor, shaking uncontrollably. And I remember having the thought that if this doesn't change, I'm going to kill myself through this. And, um, that was what I feel was my rock bottom at the time, because I knew that something had to change, but 
Um, if you've gone through an eating disorder, you understand that that is your comfort zone. You almost want to hold on to it as much as you can, even though it's the thing that is destroying you, it's actually something that's comforting to you. But in that moment, I knew that something had to change. And that was my pivotal point. And not to say that, you know, I hit that rock bottom and things turned around overnight. That's obviously not the case. Um, there were many setbacks that occurred after that, but I can say I crawled my way out of a deep, dark hole and eventually found myself where I had a healthier and have now a healthy relationship with food where um, it doesn't consume my every thought and that I can enjoy myself and not feel like I have to earn everything that I put in my mouth. So that was my story of my eating disorder. But what's inspired me in my journey now is what happened after I recovered from my eating disorder. And that was the chronic back pain that I experienced. So I had ran for miles, miles upon miles. I had lifted excessively for years and I had experienced years of micro trauma is what I would consider in that um, I had a lot of shame and everything that uh, occurred in my life. You know, every binge I was shameful of, I was secretive. I hid everything from everyone that I loved. So I felt like I was living a double life, which was stressful and brought on a lot of anxiety. And I think the combination, and now I realize that the combination of that, um, you know, both mechanically pounding the pavement and and putting my body through a lot physically, but also the mental and emotional traumas that I had experienced in that time had brought me to a place where my body started to experience the downfall of all that and the repercussions of all that. So after I had, you know, like I would say fully, not fully, but mostly recovered from my eating disorder, I started to experience chronic low back pain. And so now here I am with another battle in front of me. And that took uh, a lot out of me because I've pride in, you know, I was prideful of being an athletic person my whole life. I identified it as an athletic person and that had been my coping mechanism and um, <clears throat> through my eating disorder. So now that I had so much chronic back pain, I no longer could do the things that I, I enjoyed previously um, and no longer had that coping mechanism available to me uh, for what was kind of the residual effects of my eating disorder. So it brought on a lot of stress. Um, at the time I was in my mid twenties and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like if I'm in this much pain in my mid twenties, what is the rest of my life going to be like? Like I'm young and I'm way too young to experience this. So at the time I went to a practitioner and um, for my low back pain and they had taken x-rays and um, I remember them showing me the x-ray and my L4, L5 disc height was half of what it should be for someone my age. And their explanation for that uh, came off very much like doom and gloom that it would never improve. This would only get worse. Um, this would cause me even more pain down the line because of the lack of disc height. And I basically did not have a very hopeful future for myself as far as being able to function with my back. 
And I left that office that day just feeling completely defeated, uh, feeling like no matter what I did, I would only get worse and feeling like I would never be able to do the things that I want to do, um, that maybe this would affect my career. Maybe this would affect my ability to have children in the future. Um, I catastrophized kind of everything at that time because of all the fear that I experienced um, after that appointment. And um, I want to fast forward years from then. Um, it's not true. It didn't happen. Not, things did not get worse. And um, I took a very different journey from that point on um, of self-discovery and, and self-help. And um, I'll kind of backtrack on some of my journey. I'm a physical therapist by trade. Um, so I you know, know the human body. I know the mechanical structures and also know the nervous system. And I approached my pain very much from a mechanical standpoint at that time. Um, and you know, put myself through a regimen that I thought would help me. And in the long run, it didn't. It made me feel worse. And it was only until I realized that I had to go think through things through the nervous system to actually help myself is when I started to have some meaningful changes. And it was only until that I made the connection that the anxiety and the traumas that I had experienced through my eating disorder were completely contributing to my back pain. And working through the nervous system and learning how to regulate my nervous system and learning how to essentially communicate with my, my nervous system and have a healthy relationship with my nervous system has been the pivotal point in what has allowed me to live a joyful, fulfilling, and physically active life. And so through my journey that took me many years to discover that, and you know, through my journey, through my eating disorder, and also through my chronic back pain, I'm now helping women who are in the same point in their life and getting them back to where they can be happy and joyful and physically active, just like myself. And that's what has inspired me to take this journey and to um, help those who were in the same place that I was in my mid twenties, feeling hopeless, feeling that things would never get better. Um, and that's really what inspires me every single day to help people who are in that same point, because I know how dark that was for me, how dark of a time and how empty I felt and how hopeless I felt. And if I can change just one person's point of view and not feel like that and actually feel like they can have hope for a better future, that that's the whole beauty of, of it. And um, like I said, fast forwarding, I'm in a much better place now. Um, I have a beautiful two and a half year old son. I have one on the way. Um, I've been able to live my days without being hindered by back pain. Um, I enjoy lifting. I work out regularly. I eat. I don't perseverate on the things that we're consuming my life. And I just have gotten to a place where I have a healthy relationship with my mind, my body, my spirit, and my emotions. And I wanted to start this podcast because I want to voice that to other people that if you're in a place where you feel like 
you're not very hopeful or you feel like nothing will help or nothing will change or you've gone through the works um, as far as medications or surgeries or procedures and you feel like you're still in the same place you were, there is hope. And when you can address your pain through the nervous system and through the root cause, it's, it's a beautiful uh, way to empower our bodies, empower our spirits, our minds, and our brains to overcome that chronic pain. So I wanted to share my story today because I want to help others who are in the similar points in their life. Um, and especially overcoming those secondary effects of eating disorders. So eating disorders, we know, consume everything that um, we are, it, our thoughts, our emotions, our, our bodies. And um, what I do now is I use what I've learned from my experience and from my education and from my ongoing uh, learning experiences to help women who have those secondary effects of eating disorders. So musculoskeletal effects um, so that they can, again, regain their life and feel empowered and have the tools that they need to become a better version of themselves and to not be tethered by some of the secondary effects that have happened from their past eating disorder. So I hope that brings some inspiration to anyone who is in a place where you feel hopeless. And I will continue to bring um, women who have gone through similar stories, who have gone through eating disorders and have come out on the other side and, and highlight their journey and what has brought them peace and what has brought them um, uh, to a more beautiful, healthy relationship with themselves. So that's really my quest in this podcast. And it's my quest in, in my life is to bring hope to people who maybe are in a place of not feeling very hopeful. So please, if you have any questions or comments, reach out to me. I will post my uh, links in the um, uh, below and you can access me through uh, Instagram at Dr. Kelly Kessler uh, through this podcast. Um, you can also access me at Facebook at facebook.com slash optimal you health and wellness and also on TikTok, Kelly Kessler with an underscore in between. And I'm looking forward to bringing more episodes and more resources and more inspiration to you through this podcast. And I hope you'll join me on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of Rewiring Health. To get updates on new episodes on this channel, please subscribe. And to support the channel, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please write a review and rate it.